What's up, guys? My name is CJ Finley, and this is the Thrive on Life podcast. I started a brand called Thrive on Life to help other mission-based people, brands, and businesses thrive. Each week, we interview entrepreneurs on topics of business, health, relationships, mindset, and much more to help us thrive in all areas of life. If the messages in this podcast resonate with you, but you're still feeling a little bit stuck in actually implementing these ideas, I'd love to help you on a more personalized level or connect you with somebody that can. So please reach out. Also, if you've got a friend who you know could benefit from hearing this episode, please share the love with them. My goal is always to spread positive impact through the sharing of knowledge, and I would be honored if you could help me achieve this goal. Today's guest is me, CJ Finley, your host of the Thrive on Life podcast, doing a solo episode today in hopes to inspire others out there to take the leap and step into their dreams. In this episode, I chat about why Thrive on Life started, how we have pivoted over the years, and what we hope to achieve moving forward. So if you've ever wondered about starting your own project, idea, or business, please tune into this episode to see how it doesn't have to be a straight line or even make sense to other people. All that matters is that you are happy and having fun with the mission and journey you are on. So see you on the other side of this episode, fam. Thrive on. What's up, fam? CJ hopping on here solo today. It is another Thrive Thursday, and I'm actually sitting here in Long Beach Island, New Jersey, about to wrap up my two-week vacation for my brother's bachelor party and then just spend some time down the shore. So I'm looking forward to getting back to the ATX, but I wanted to hop on here and do a solo episode because for anybody else out there that's thinking of doing their own thing, starting that new project, building a business, I want to inspire that person who's thinking about doing that to take the leap, to jump towards that risk rather than away from it. Because being back here in New Jersey has just brought up a bunch of different emotions for myself. It's actually been five years um, since I've left this past July and lived in a bunch of different places in between. But now I reside in Austin, Texas. And it's one of those things where being back in New Jersey brought up some old memories. And I wanted to remind myself of why Thrive on Life even started in the first place. And I'm really fired up to come back to Austin, Texas, and get back into the swing of things. But I wanted to record an episode to help you guys, maybe someone that's thinking about starting something new or trying something new or building the community that they've always wanted to and kind of guiding you and being that inspiration and motivating light to get there through my own story. So we have some new listeners that have come about the past couple months and they might not know the full Thrive on Life story. So I'm going to reiterate that a little bit um, and then tell you where we're going to be going in the next six months to a year. And maybe you'd like to join us. So one of the things that I'd like to start with though, is thanking the team. This summer was the best summer of my entire career. And it's because of the amazing people that I got to spend it with. Jasmine, John Scotty, Hamza, Ashani, Jake, Courtney, Charlotte. There's a bunch of people that you've probably seen if you watch me on Instagram or Facebook please go connect with them. They all spread positive impact throughout our community and are up to some brilliant things. And I'm extremely grateful for them. Thrive would not be where it's at without the people around us. And then also the people behind the scenes, shout out to Jake, Joe, and Catherine for helping with the podcast and Dana who helped since the beginning of the year. And then website, Trav, and then Cass who got us to this point last summer. And then last but not least, uh, my lovely wife, Erin, This would not exist if it wasn't for her. So thank you guys for everybody that's been tuning in. Uh, It's been an awesome ride and uh, I'm just living in it and super grateful. And I always want to 
lead with gratitude. And I hope to inspire you to do the same thing. So thank you guys and everybody else. And if I forgot you, people in our community, the guests, you really mean a lot to me. And I love connecting and talking with you behind the scenes. So please reach out. We're looking to grow new ideas, projects, and all the fun stuff. So connect with me and let's chat. Um, but let's let's kick this right off with our why. I'm huge about leaning into why, and I want to inspire you to go out and find your why and get that self-awareness going and learn why you're actually here on this earth. So a good book for this is Start With Why by Simon Sinek, but why did Thrive On Life start? So I went to school and got an industrial engineering degree from Rutgers University. I also played collegiate soccer, started a fraternity, helped start a fraternity, I guess I was in the first class of that, um, but my buddies all helped start it. Went through college and immediately when I got my first internship, started realizing that this path was not for me. I worked at a pharmaceutical manufacturing company and it took me 12 minutes actually to go from my car to my desk and there was no natural light. And I'd always kind of had a, not a rocky relationship with my dad, but kind of the ones where it's like grinding of gears. Uh, he want, he always wanted the best of me. I have the greatest parents in the world, but I'm, I'm tough to be around. I, I want to do things my way and he's kind of similar. Um, that's a good and a bad thing on certain, certain days, but it led both of us to, to a good life in our, in our own right. Um, but when I got to this job, I started realizing like, holy shit, like my dad's been doing this for, for 30 plus years and he had to deal with me when he got home. So immediately I started reflecting on who I was before then and like, wow, like this going and showing up every single day to a job is no joke. And immediately started realizing this is not for me. I like to be outside. I like to be moving. I can't sit at a desk that long. So I started thinking of new ways that I wanted to kind of enter the work, the workforce. Uh, but unfortunately I had something called school loans, which a lot of people have. So I had no choice to kind of look for other jobs that could help me pay off these loans um, as quickly as possible. So that's where um, I was looking at jobs at banks. Uh, they were hiring engineers. So I worked for UBS Wealth Management. And that was great because I connected with a bunch of other people my age and got sent to Switzerland. But even then, I was in Switzerland and we were working on building an app. Uh, it was like a three-week sprint. And I just remember being in this beautiful place with free food, with amazing people, and just feeling empty and realizing like, again, this is just not for me. So I started taking a step back and peeling back the layers of like, okay, what have I learned throughout my life? At the pharmaceutical manufacturing company, I learned a lot about process management and change control and how to build documentation or processes. And then at UBS, I was a project manager. So I learned actually how to execute on those projects. The only thing that was really missing was sales. And I, and I realized that. I'd always been an athlete and good with people. So I kind of had the knack and I was sort of an entrepreneur growing up. I would do lawn mowing and, and babysitting and all the good stuff. And I'd saved up some cash, which allowed me to travel at, at a young age. But what I realized when I was working was, okay, I need skills. Like skills is what I can sell. And I don't have any hardcore sales training. So that's when I went from the project management job and then got a sales job to learn how to sell and cold call and do all the things that are really, really uncomfortable. And three months into that, I realized, wow, now I have all these skills. 
that I can use. And I started, I actually started my own personal training business. Um, I'd always wanted to help other people get healthier and happier because I'd been an athlete. I'd always been in the gym and I was helping engineers when I was at Rutgers. So I kind of fell into this where when I went to my job, a lot of people were asking me like, how do I get fit? How do I, what do I eat? And I started realizing I could get paid for that. Um, So I was working 6am to 8am before my nine to five. And then I would work like six to 8pm right after it. Um, And what I started realizing was at this job, I love the six to 8am and six to 8pm, but not the in between and started doing the calculations of could I actually quit? Now, I was already doing the calculations when some rocky things were happening in my life. I looked at all the people around me and they were in their 40s, 50s, 60s, and nobody seemed happy. And combined with that, I was getting sicker by the day. I was struggling with celiac disease. I didn't really know what what was going on, what was wrong with me. Back then, I didn't know how much of an impact stress actually has on autoimmune diseases and just that I would have to go about life in a different way than most people would have to go about life. So I ended up actually like losing 15 pounds and my face was starting to get sunken in and people were asking me like, are you okay? Do you feel okay? And then my grandfather passed away and I ended up flying into Florida and I remember this like it was yesterday, one of my aunts who struggles with Crohn's disease and some other things, and my other aunt has died uh, of colon cancer when she was 40. And so I have this in my family. And when I was at this funeral, I really, really took a step back and was like, holy shit, I'm about to turn, I think it was 25, 26, something like that. And like, I have my whole life ahead of me, but if I don't get better, none of this job, my career nothing matters. Um, so I started taking a step back and really looking at what do I want from life? And then on top of that, the reason that my wife and I, Aaron even got together in the first place, well, not the only reason, but what ended up happening was, so her, her father died in a spin class of a heart attack. And back then what ended up happening was I wrote her a letter just as sending condolences. And then if she ever needed anything, So what ended up happening is we would chat back and forth and this happened for like two or three years and eventually I visited her. So I had that in the back of my mind too, where he was this really healthy guy and focused on his health and was just taken off this earth. Like one morning wakes up and he's just gone. Um, So I started thinking about death a lot and that's really the why behind Thrive on Life is that we only get this one chance at life. And a lot of people before COVID have been... Like you drive this hour to your job, to and from your job, and you're at your job all day and complain about it. And you have the choice though to make a change and to realize that every heartbeat needs to and breath needs to be used on something that you love showing up to each and every day because you never know when that is going to get taken away from you. And it has gotten taken away from others in my family and people around me. And I refuse to basically turn into dust before I have done some of the things that I want to do with my life. And a job was one of those things where I didn't want to just have a job. So I started seeking alternative things. And in the beginning, I was looking at making Thrive a nonprofit. I loved giving back to the community. Aaron and I were working with and showing up to this 
nonprofit in Houston called Emerge, where you help underprivileged kids. And I just wanted to create something that would inspire people to live better and to give back. But I started realizing there was a lot of red tape and not a lot of flexibility with nonprofits. You end up becoming a fundraiser and you don't actually get the focus on the doing of whatever that company is. Then I started looking into B Corps. I, I remember getting a hat from, I think it was, I love you, Melon, and they're a B Corporation. And there's a couple other B Corporations that I love. And I hope to become a B Corp one day. But what ended up happening was I just got a simple LLC to get things going and just to start building. And I built it on top of my personal brand and just personal training and doing some consulting on the side. I was just trying a bunch of different things. So if there's anything I want you to get from this, it's just start LLC, I think costs like $300, $400. That's what I did. And then I got a license to operate in Texas, which is another 600. So all in all, it was like a grand because I got my LLC out of Delaware for taxes. And then I got a license to operate in Texas. So spent about $1,000 getting up and going. But the cool thing was I already had the cash from the business that I created to basically pay for that LLC. So started doing that. And eventually what ended up happening was pivoting year over year, month, actually month over month, I just kept pivoting. So I did the personal training. And then once I got into the personal training, I started realizing I loved helping other personal trainers build their businesses. And that led to not only helping other businesses with their fitness business, I was able to help an array of different companies on top of side hustles of like flying drones and, and taking photos and doing this other stuff uh, just to make a buck to reinvest into the business. But the whole time as I was pivoting over the years, I've always wanted to, I mean, I don't, I don't look up to many entrepreneurs out there only because I'm a big believer in, we all have our own unique skill and passion to fill this world with. We were brought here for a unique purpose. I'm a big believer in that. And then also not everybody has the same variables as you. So not everybody um, wakes up and feels like I do after maybe they've basically been poisoned the day before if I eat something wrong or things like that. So I have to play a different game than everybody else. So it's tough for me to look up to and believe in all these other people that I think a lot of people struggle with in today's day and age with social media is they, they look at these other people as if like they're some gods and, and they're not, they're just humans, they're operating. They just have a different story that they're telling. So you need to figure out what is the story that you want to tell and operate at your own capacity. Uh, but I've always the one person that I've kind of looked up to and I've read biographies about is Richard Branson because he seemed to like mastered entrepreneurship, but like having fun all the way through everything and doing some crazy life feats. And I've always been an adrenaline junkie and something that I want to do with Thrive is I kept that mission in my head of we're going to make business fun and we're going to serve the community. So I am going to be a for-profit and make money, but then use that money to then continue to grow and serve that community. And I've always wanted to be a conglomerate. So if you have been watching from the outside and been wondering what the hell are they doing? Trust me, I get that a lot. But in the reality of things, I'm, I'm very calculated in what I do and why I do it. And it's all focused around what are the things that I love that help me feel like I'm making every heartbeat count. So I love health and wellness. So we've been building out that side for a couple of years now. Erin, um, my wife, is working on her fitness platform as we speak upstairs here in the house right now. And then I've been keeping up with making sure that I keep my health and doing research. I am NASM uh, nutrition and CBT certified. I'm halfway through precision nutrition. So always 
learning in that atmosphere because I want to launch uh, a supplement brand one day to help people with autoimmune diseases, but that's down the line. And then my consulting, which I've been doing year over year. Um, and I love that. I, if anybody talks to you, I love helping companies build better systems and get more output with less input so they can focus on having more fun. And the third thing that we've added this year, which the team has been massively helpful with is the media end of things. I've always kind of been running gun with media and social media, but I started realizing what is the one thing that like when I do consulting and I'm out and about talking to different people, everyone always is talking about content. They need content. They don't know how to push out more content, more quality content to systemize their content. And I started realizing that the one thing I always, if you've ever read the book, the one thing you're trying to find one niche that's going to help kind of be the big domino to knock over all the other dominoes. And that's where I realized no matter what company I start, whether it's supplement, fitness, consulting, I'm getting into real estate now. I'm always going to need media. I'm going to need, and I can't do it myself. So I started peeling the layers back of, okay, well, I have this business knowledge. How do I partner with people that have the media knowledge and are extremely brilliant in that end, but I have the business expertise that kind of put everything together. So right now, what it looks like at Thrive is we're kind of building out three silos where we have the, the media side of things, and then we have the consulting and strategy side of things. And then I've been slowly putting together the fitness and health and wellness side. Also, a bunch of people on our team are into real estate and investing in stocks and stuff like that. So that in the future, I hope to start some type of fund. Um, so long story short, what it looks like going into kind of like the future of where I want to go is a conglomerate of businesses where there's a parent company or a holding company, and then different silos where we have presidents or other CEOs that come in and operate. I'm very self-aware that I'm, I'm 29 going on 30, and I have another decade to learn and execute and really just jump right into this world of building multiple businesses under an umbrella, really with the mission of helping to impact other people and inspire them to really go after what their dreams are. So as I mentioned, like really what we focus on is the media, the consulting and brand management and, and growth strategy going into 2021. That's really where I'm going to be diving a little bit deeper into because we need to systemize and, and really structure this to be scalable. Um, right now, there's a lot of manual moving pieces and behind the scenes, Catherine is helping us really, really get dialed into building SOPs and other things that are really going to help push this, this business forward. We're also, <laughs> since day one, kind of been bootstrapping and just trying to improve day by day our backend systems, a website, email, podcast, and recently Mighty Networks, which we've been running lunch and learns through. And you've probably heard me talk about it, but that's the really big thing for us is our community and helping our community. But we really need to focus on building a robust website, email, and podcast kind of before we can scale everything else. So we're super self-aware in that nature, I'm always trying to push the needle a little bit further and kind of like overextend ourselves. I like to live by the quote, bite off more than you can chew and, and chew like hell. So it does seem chaotic at times, but we do have a uh, structure behind the scenes and are very intentional with what we spend our time on. And at the end of the day, the whole team is very comfortable pivoting. We've probably pivoted four times over the summer alone um, and just getting used to putting things out there, seeing what happens taking some feedback from that and then going with it 
from there. By going into 2021, we really want to help others, quote unquote, thrive on life. We're looking at running monthly challenges, building courses. We're going to continue the lunch and learns every Wednesday uh, for the foreseeable future. So I'm going to be doing this for a year, two years, three years, whatever it takes really to grow this thing and help as many people as possible. And throughout that entire journey, we want to create content and products that inspire everyone to make every heartbeat count and live life by their own terms. There's a lot of people out there right now that are stuck at a job, quote unquote, they're stuck or might not be doing what they really love or unsure of themselves of how to get out in their community and connect with other people. And we want to help create content and products that basically help them get themselves out of their own way. And really at the end of 2021, what I really hope to sit down and say is that we've expanded our digital services to help mission-based people, brands, and businesses outside of just Austin, Texas, because we've, we've been doing a really good job here in Austin but I'd love to kind of like get to the next level of things where I'm able to send Jasmine, John and Hamza out to a hotel in California and provide and tell that story to get more customers for them, or uh, even to get out of the country and do some media and consulting work where we're not only basically helping another brand build up their community. We also, as a team get to thrive and maybe surf skateboard and inspire other people to really live through their work because at the end of the day, again, you only have a certain amount of time and a certain amount of heartbeats and a certain amount of breath as you walk through this world. And in each moment, you need to be thinking to yourself, is this really what I want to be doing with my life? Because we live in 2020 now, the digital world, there's so many options out there for everybody. But what that's going to come with is a sacrifice. I've been busting my ass for about three years now. And it's going to take another five to 10 years, but in any given moment, it never really feels like work. I love what I do. The people that I'm around, so core value driven that it, it just feels amazing. And then having the new HQ in the office in Austin uh, has been amazing and just gathering the community and the people around us. It's very high vibe. So there's one thing that I can tell you because I'm about to wrap up, it's surround yourself with other people who are already doing the thing that you want to do and learn from them, but also around people that believe in you. Because the number one thing that I think the entrepreneurship scene in Austin provides is belief. We all believe in each other. And when someone comes to me with an idea, it's always, okay, how can we get you to that result? Not, oh, you can't do this. And I've grown up unfortunately on the East coast and then in some other areas of my life where people don't necessarily believe in you. And it's more of like, I'm going to push you down to lift myself up versus out in Austin. It's not like that. Uh, our community is not like that. We'd love to help you get to the next level. So if there's anything that you've learned from this solo episode, please reach out. We'd love to help. And I, I definitely have missed some stuff, but at the end of the day, it's all about you and what you're trying to do. Uh, in our world, I'm obsessed with telling other people's stories and helping them get to the next level. It's what makes me feel alive. Now you need to basically take from this, learn what makes you feel alive, and then go after it because nobody else can do that for you. So this is CJ Finley with the Thrive on Life podcast. I hope to speak with all of you soon. It's been a hell of a journey and I can't wait uh, till next week where we kick it right back off with some more guests. So until then, thrive on y'all. 
What's up, y'all? This is CJ again. On behalf of our small team behind the scenes and myself, thank you so much for listening to another one of our Thrive on Life episodes. The time you spend with us is very much appreciated. As mentioned before the show, our mission is always to help those around us get better. We fully understand that we can go so much further in life together as a team, and we'd love to have you be a part of it. So if you're interested in joining our community, please head to thriveonlife.com and join our Mighty Network. Within this network, you will find a diverse group of people that is on a mission of self-improvement. Within each improvement we make as individuals, we can then be of service to this world and help it get better as a whole. What's awesome is we've already had people make new friends, receive job offers, and collaborate on new business and creative opportunities. But most importantly, within this group, you will be guaranteed the ability to learn, grow, and share experiences with other like-minded individuals. This aspect is critical to our world becoming a better place for everyone, and we are proud of our group because it represents this. For other updates on the podcast community and business, please join our weekly mailing list. We'd love to hear from you. And before I leave you, I'd like you to always remember one thing. When we strive together, we thrive together. So please do your part in helping others thrive on life.